welcome back to my podcast. This is Everything Under the Sun, and that's under without an E. I'm your host, Savvy Speaks, and I'm back with another podcast episode. So if this is your first time or not your first time, welcome. This is Everything Under the Sun, and we like to talk about literally everything under the sun, but take it from a spiritual perspective. So as you can see today, I have a special guest. That's my girl. That's my road dog. That's my sister in Christ. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna just let her introduce herself before we even get started. Hi, my name is Krista. I am a developmental psychology student at Liberty University. Um, almost done. Woo, woo. Can't wait. Um, born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Southern girl. The A-Town DM. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my girl, Krista. Um, we met through, how did we meet? We met through Divin. Yeah. Yeah, Shalomi invited me to Divin. Divin is like an online Bible study uh, for college students and young adults. And so we met when you were leading like fresh, like maybe eight months into yeah. Divin. Shalomi invited me to come. And then, yeah, that's, the rest is history. The rest on is FaceTime. Okay, okay, no. FaceTime. I was on FaceTime, though. This was during, like, quarantine time, so yes. you know it was it was, it was good. Don't know where it was locked up. <laughs> locked up. It won't <laughs> let me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, today we have a very, very, very special topic. But first, we got to get into the weather check. So, as you know, we are in Atlanta, Georgia. As she already said, the A-Town down. It's in hot, Atlanta. Okay, it's, it's really hot. Okay, hot Atlanta. <laughs> right now the high is 91 the low is 67 and it is 90 degrees but it is hot over here under the sun and so if you don't know what hot stands for it stands for honest open and transparent so we like to keep it really really real here under the sun okay so we have this motto that you can't cancel me unless i've canceled myself because we get deep we get real and so we don't want people to be canceling so you can't cancel me unless I've got some myself. Awesome. So today we are actually going to be soaking up some vitamin D on a topic I like to call social media leads to social disorders. And this topic came to mind because this generation, we are addicted to our phones like For real. crazy. For real. And so I really wanted to talk about this and even add like a spiritual element to it because everything connects to the Bible, everything connects to Christ. But I wanted to kind of throw it at you what is your experience with like this generation technology and how we're going about social media so like i think social media is crazy it's it's beneficial but there's also a lot of detriment and harm that comes from social media like i remember when i was a kid i was watching social media be created mm. like i was maybe windows was like in their first 15 years oh, of a company like they really weren't they weren't even really microsoft yet mm -hmm. and so like i'm learning technology as technology is being created right. and then social media came about when i was like i want to say instagram came out when i was like going into high school yeah. maybe like 2014 2015 was mm -hmm. when it started to get big facebook was like been around been around for a little bit yeah but like seeing everybody go from ill social media to like they're addicted to their phone they I, can't put their phone down yeah they don't know how to talk to you in person anymore. oh my gosh don't even get me started on that what okay so we're like we're fairly around the same age and yeah. so i we we have literally been brought up in this era of social media mm -hmm. and so like i'm part of the generation that's like when i was young i used to go outside like we used to actually be outside and wi-fi wasn't too much of a big thing mm -hmm. until i was like maybe 13 14 mm -hmm. and like 
for the most part, assignments were pretty much still paper. Um, when we went to classes, it was very much in person. But now technology has assumed this role of like everything you do, everybody pull out your laptops, you go to church, the projector. So everything is wired around technology. And I feel like it's it's helped us evolve. But then it's also stripped us of a little bit of like culture and cognitive skills. Not a little bit, a lot of it. Okay. Because like I'm looking at kids and like my niece and my nephew they're two and five Mm -hmm. everywhere they go my ipad my ipad my ipad my ipad you take it away they're like i don't know what to do i'm bored like i do a lot of camps like Mm -hmm. in the summer i do camps for kids with different disabilities and so like i there's one particular camp for kids with military or whose parents are in the military right and we have a lot of free play. Mm. Like, we just say, okay, we have a break. Go outside. Do whatever you want to do. And kids don't know how to play outside anymore. Eesh. They're like, well, I play my video games. Wow. Or, you know, I'll go to my friend's house and we'll play video games. Yeah. Or we'll FaceTime each other and do nothing around the house. I'm like, <laughs> you don't know how to play? Yeah. Playing is like a fundamental part of childhood. Yeah. And you don't know how to play? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy to me. I think it's it's scary because it's just like when we talk about like cognitive skills, I heard like some like children don't know how to write their names anymore. They don't know how to like write because they're so used to tapping. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to draw an S if you could just tap it and it's just there. And so it I think uh, it just it just makes me fear like the coming generations of like the social skills that they're they're missing mm-hmm. out on because there are moments where like I'm talking to a child and they're not even making eye contact. Now, I know that's a, a struggle for a lot of people, but I'm like like for me it's like basic like like look at look at me when i'm talking to you and it's not like in any rude way but it's just like this is this is communication and so i notice a lot of younger people like that or they're just like not interested they'll give you like a straight blank face and it's like oh i thought, I thought, yeah. I thought we were having a conversation <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just like uh like you talked about grasping a pencil like kids don't know how to do that anymore they don't know how to write their name that is a developmental milestone mm. like they look at you like okay can you hold a pencil can you do like the pincer grasp like you need to be able <laughs> to do this yeah that is like a milestone mm-hmm. if you can't like you're cons- they're looking at you closely to monitor monitor the rest of your developmental milestones so, like kids don't know how to do that and i also i taught preschool last year mm. i had students that did not know how to hold a pencil wow they didn't know how to hold a crayon i'm like you don't color they're like yeah i color on my mommy's ipad i color oh. on my mommy's laptop so they don't even know how to hold oh no what? so they're just like using their fingers <laughs> yeah what age is that so preschool is like four okay yeah three to five depending on where you go and how late your birthday is mm-hmm. but like mm. i was like y'all don't know how to hold a pencil boy and i'm like them coloring pages online it's like you just click and it fills up the, yes, the area like you just tap 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 yeah tap. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. I think it's interesting because we caught it at like we develop a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Then we started to merge with the technology. Mm-hmm. But these kids that are being brought nowadays like they're like I don't know, they born from the technology like for real. No, like out of the womb you get an iPad and in my mind it's just not right that i could be sitting here with like an iphone 6 and a three-year-old got an iphone 14 like in my mind that just don't make sense like there's levels to this and so i don't know i've noticed how technology has been infused with like the younger generation in the sense of coco melon and like uh baby shark and all these things and i realized they have very addictive elements to it as educative as they are stimulating girl 
Coco Melon. I mean, I used to love Coco Melon because I, you know, I'd watch it with the kids at church. But when I like learned that because like the way the um the scenes would flip and they're very bright and very colorful, that could lead to ADHD or that could lead to like too too much mental stimulation. Mm-hmm. I was like, that you can't even win nowadays. Right. So like they tell you in like teacher education, like. If you want kids to learn, mm-hmm. brighten up your classroom. Mm. Have bright colors. Have things on the wall because that's what catches their attention. Right. They're looking they're like this this gray couch. If your room was gray, mm-hmm. dull. They're not gonna wow. learn anything. Like colors help enhance the learning experience, but mm-hmm. like too much of Dang. a good thing is not a good yeah, thing. Okay. Cause now you're bringing me into like dopamine. I was doing some research mm-hmm. for this topic and it was just like social media. The thing about it is that it overloads our dopamine levels mm-hmm. because we're always getting satisfaction and we're always getting what we want. And like, Oh, okay. I, I'm going deep. Do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, before you go too deep. Oh, this might be deep too, <laughs> but like the social media, it definitely does feel like the pleasure centers of your brain. Cause like if you don't like it. Yeah. You just say tap i don't want to see that anymore block three little dots yeah like do not show me this ad anymore Mm -hmm. it's irrelevant to me like i don't want to see it or you can block it you can restrict it you can do all this stuff so you're like you're literally being fed everything you want and that's not life that's not that's not life yeah no part of life is like giving everything you want all the time god's not even like that (laughs) come on with the word (laughs) no i feel that because i think sometimes i'm just like ooh, apple samsung android y'all did something like mm-hmm. whenever the block button you can't block people in real life i mean restraining orders yes but like you can't block people in real life right. you can't say something and then take it back like with this whole like new unsend thing i was like i see the logic but that's not real world mm-hmm. you can't send a message and then un- like you can't so i just i feel like we're with technology we have the ability to do things that we can't do in real life and it, i wonder if it gives us a mm. false sense of reality mm. Oh, girl yeah so like in my uh, research methods class like last school year mm-hmm. I took a research methods class and we talked about like video games mm-hmm. and how like children shouldn't be playing violent video games mm. or they shouldn't be in front of a screen excessively anyway but like especially violent video games because kids have trouble discerning like reality from fiction Crazy. and so like you see a kid will watch a TV show about a rainbow unicorn they think they're rainbow unicorns points everywhere so like you introduce stuff to them at a young age without teaching them what's real without teaching them like social cues like and when I was doing research for the podcast like one of the things that kept coming up was that social media doesn't teach kids how to communicate Mm. 90 like 70 to 90 percent of communication is body language wow so like the way you move your eyes the way you fiddle around like you don't get that in a text message yeah you don't get that in a dm like you don't get that you just get the words and then like you said you can unsend it you can't unsend it if you roll your eyes in a conversation you rolled your eyes eyes. if you throw your hands up you throw your hands up if you you clear your throat like you can't unsend real life yeah i definitely agree because i realized that text does not give you all the context that you Mm -hmm. need it doesn't and so i feel like there's so many people who are confused about like oh he sent me this text what does he mean and it's just like he just said hi but (laughs) because we think that it means something more or because we're lacking that eye contact that Mm -hmm. body language and we we think things mean things that they don't yeah Yeah, i don't even think it's like a we think it means something more I feel like it's an innate thing to know that communication is more than just your words. Yeah. Ooh. And so when someone says hi, 
you know, like if you're in person, you can tell like is that high happy? Are they mm-hmm. happy to see me? Are they going through is something? <laughs> Are they like get out my face? But I'm trying to be polite. Right. So like when you get a text message, you're looking for everything that you cannot see because mm. you're looking for the rest of communication. Like communication is your body language. It is everything. Words are like the last little bit, the last part of communication. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me find this applause button. That is so true. Wow. Yeah. So like, I don't, I think it's something that we naturally know is supposed to be there and we removed it so much that we're like, okay, I'm looking, I need that extra part, but you can't find that mm-hmm. through technology. Wow. That's deep. So would you say like you personally, are you like a text caller FaceTime person? I, I'm not even gonna hold you. It's the, it depends on the person. Oh, for, let me, let me also add in person as well. I am I'm much better in person than I am via like text message mm-hmm. or anything like if I'm close to you I'm gonna call you I'm gonna FaceTime you right like I'll text you about little things but if it's like something big I'm like let's what what you doing can mm-hmm. we call can mm-hmm. we do no, can we do nothing on FaceTime <laughs> together yeah. like I I would rather see you and be able to hear your voice okay. like if someone were to text me something serious I'm not texting back I am mm-hmm. calling mm-hmm. like I need to know like how do you really feel I need the context that I can't get with just your words in a right. text message and emoji's not gonna cut it um, an emoji's not gonna cut it not at all no facts because emojis mean so many things nowadays but I, I agree for me personally I've like I've become so adapted to texting like I would text you as if I'm talking so when I was younger I think I started texting like maybe like 10 to 13 I'd be like ha 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 with like 10 laughing emojis so you know that I'm actually laughing yeah. or like let's say if I'm like running late I'll be like sorry wi-fi out so it gives that effect but i realized girl you so late just like I, my wi-fi not working like so your personality so well. okay it's it's yeah so for me definitely i'm a text person um definitely facetime if i if i if i have the time i'm, I'm a facetime person because i like to see what's going around and i do this a lot which i feel like i don't know if people understand why i do it but i'm like show me your room like show me what's going on because i want to feel like i'm there even though i'm not yeah. actually there so that i can catch a whiff of the atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense that's what i do yeah. but yeah so i mentioned i didn't want to go too deep when we started talking about uh what were we talking about uh the we started getting into like dopamine yes and things like that how social media like fuels like the dopamine Dopamine. it releases all that dopamine yeah Mm -hmm. so as i was doing research i was looking into how the pleasure that we receive from social media Mm -hmm. it's, it's honestly too much um I realized and through research, I found out that this generation, we are the most depressed. We're the most yeah. uh, emotionally unstable and mentally, hey, let me mentally unstable because we're having an imbalance of hormones. We're having an imbalance mm-hmm. of dopamine. No one should ever have this much pleasure that we have because now yeah. we're, we're looking for these things on a screen and we're looking at these things for hours. We're losing sleep. We're, we're posting our foods before we eat it. So, and we, I think we also lose this idea or this concept of privacy because, Hello. <laughs> okay. Like for me personally, God had to tell me to get off of Snapchat because I was the type of person I'd post all my foods, post where I'm going, but I'm like, no one should ever know that much about me without mm-hmm. you even asking. Like, so whenever I took a social media fast from Snapchat, I'd go back. I'm like, why y'all posting this? Like, I don't care about your butt. Like, why you want me to see you in your underwear? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, like, um, Sabrina knows I am a very private person. Very. I don't post much about my life on social media at all. You get a story from me every now and then. 
and it's really just like quotes that I've seen yeah. and like other people's stories I'm yeah. just sharing like oh that's good let me post that there but like yeah life is meant to be a humbling experience at nobody like these kids don't know how to regulate their emotions these adults don't know how Come to on. regulate their emotions Come we on. wonder why we see so many angry people they were never taught to regulate themselves mm-hmm. they're like social media social media social media like you can talk to anybody around the world which that is a great thing like when it comes to business mm-hmm. social media and technology amazing beautiful it's an amazing thing like i have never been able to just like well let me get on whatsapp let me go talk to my uncle who lives in south africa <laughs> like yeah that wasn't a thing if mm-hmm. they moved oh well mm-hmm. you're not gonna talk to them anymore but like being fed that much like you're you're overeating oh <laughs> you are overdosing on dopamine like it's not healthy like i said before too much of a good thing is really not a good thing mm-hmm. like you like you eat too much sugar Sugar is naturally in food. Right. But you eat too much of it, you're going to get sick. You eat too much of anything, you're mm-hmm. going to physically become ill. And we don't take the same consideration mm-hmm. with, like, what we consume with, like, social media or media in general. We, right. don't, we don't think about it. And then we wonder why our behavior changes. Okay. We wonder, like, oh, why am I why am I talking like this? Because you've been watching nothing but love and hip-hop clips. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I never yes. thought, like, why are you speaking like that? It's like, you that's not you that's not you that's Cardi B why are you trying this random thing why are you eating this way because you saw some girl on TikTok eating this cornstarch don't even so now you want to try eating cornstarch why you want to dip your butter in some uh, what's that what she do in tomato sauce marinara Mm. she dipped a stick of butter in marinara yeah like you don't want to do that I'm telling you social media it's so influential and I don't know if we ever even know how influential like it is because sometimes mm-hmm. i'll post something and i hear somebody 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 talking about it i'm like oh i didn't even i was just posting it and so i don't even think we know how impactful we are until we see the numbers which is where tiktok and like mm-hmm. things like instagram get really really addictive because naturally if i speak to you i'm like okay i'm in- impacting one person but when i'm posting on social media and i'm seeing 16 16.2k people saw this like in my mind i'm like oh shoot like of course i'm gonna feel happy <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta put more content i gotta i gotta make sure i get more views and so i realized with this idea of i have to please people mm-hmm. I, I wonder how people pleasers feel like i, I can't even imagine being as, on social media and wanting to please so many people like i thank god yeah. like god had to put me out before i before i came like that but and just with like the people pleasers tidbit i think the majority of the influencers are people pleasers mm, ooh. i feel like because they they're always okay guys tell me what i should wear today mm. pick out my makeup today pick out this and that's not like a every blue moon i don't right. have any content so let me just do this like some people that's all they post mm. is choose this for me do right. this for me like i want to make sure that everything that i post you guys want mm. and then when they do something that is beneficial to them but their viewers don't like they're they're having a meltdown they're that's crying true. on instagram live because they like i'm sorry guys they just live in their life the, yeah and then like you can't make mistakes anymore oh so like you we're creating like a generation that is addicted to their phone they need constant stimulation but they're also perfectionists because yeah. you do anything on the internet it stays forever yeah it don't matter if you deleted it yeah it don't matter if you think you took it out the cloud come on it's, it's still up it's in there there it's still there and like you become famous let's say you you get a a following you posted something in 2012 mm-hmm 
is 2027. Mm. Oh, they're holding you accountable. Yeah. To what you said in 2012, like you can't grow. Yeah. Like you don't mature as a person because mm-hmm. nobody understands how humans work anymore. Girl, no, you're speaking, and this is why I always say like I don't vibe with cancel culture because in the past I feel like we had grace for people who made mistakes. We understood, but now you say one wrong thing and mm-hmm. you're a public enemy number one and two and three, and it's just like people make mistakes and people can grow, but like, ah, I don't know. I don't know because okay it takes me to bible whenever like jesus said if you're going to be a teacher you're going to be judged more harshly because yeah. no matter what like you're going to be accountable for what you say mm-hmm. and so it's almost like i wonder can we get mad that people are holding us to what we said because it's expected mm. I, I see where you're going like like to a degree i feel like you can't get upset that people are holding you to what you said but when people make it seem like that's exactly who you are, that's where the problem comes. Okay. Like cancel culture isn't bad for people like R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna say it. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna say people like R. Kelly, but people who exhibit behavior like R. Kelly. I don't know him as a person, but mm-hmm. like when you exhibit that type of behavior, and it's not just a one time thing. It wasn't just a season of your life. Mm-hmm. Like he was actively doing it until he was put in prison. Mm-hmm. Like cancel culture is good for that kind of stuff because mm. like r kelly getting arrested kind of felt like the uncle who doesn't get talked about okay. getting arrested mm-hmm. and so like i feel like when it comes to things that are detrimental to multiple people's lives mm-hmm. like you committed a crime we're gonna put you away mm-hmm. but if you do your due diligence right if you turn your life around mm-hmm. there are some things people will always see you for that one That's thing that's true but like cancel culture makes it seem like okay sabrina said something that she didn't know about when she was five years old and she just happened to have a phone and she posted that thing Mm -hmm. people aren't going to consider where you were in your life right they're not going to consider what you went through they're not going to consider if you were knowledgeable on that thing or not they're like that's who you are Mm -hmm. what you post is who you are right and that's scary that is very scary i feel like they also don't consider context because something that someone said in 2010 that was racist but funny and everybody laughed at it. Now it's 2023. We ain't laughing at it. But then they would bring it up and say, I can't believe you said that. And at the time, like, you were laughing at it. But right. now that because, you know, things have changed and we're more politically correct and, like, more sensitive, it's more like, no, you, you shouldn't have said that back then. And so I was watching um, a comedian, a stand-up comedian, stand-up comedy special by Fluffy. And, man, like, the whole first hour it was just him being politically correct and he was like all right well uh, netflix just needed an hour so after that he got his soda he started talking like real and i was like that's interesting because he he started to apologize for like the jokes that he made like years ago and i'm like but do you have to though like do you have to apologize for who you were and i feel like cancel culture it kind of makes you accountable for like kind of what you said what you said or who you were back then without accounting that you have grown and without mm-hmm. accounting that times have changed so i definitely see what you're saying that uh counterculture sorry not counterculture cancel culture is beneficial whenever it comes to justice like people yeah. like bill cosby people like r kelly mm-hmm. it, it brings even like the me too movement it yeah. brings accountability for people who don't get hurt but like mm-hmm. if it's a, just a regular degular she wore shorts that day and we were all wearing pants cancel her then that's right. irrelevant right because you do i even want to say this lord i don't even you know it's a whole nother topic i'm, a, <laughs> I'm not even gonna if say he's it. if he's moving you girl i'm not because it's a whole nother mm-hmm. topic but like going back to the whole context thing mm-hmm. like that also goes back into like 
people don't consider what they weren't half of them weren't alive when certain tweets were made so like how can you understand yeah what the culture was like because to be completely honest stuff that used to fly and we're we're not old we're like we're very much just beginning life yeah for real but like stuff that happened when we were kids don't it don't slide today it don't you tell somebody i don't like what you said or you unfollow someone on social media or you like you just take a step back maybe you've unfollowed everybody but they don't know that yeah like nobody takes into consideration what's happening mm-hmm. anymore because if it's not in their hand yeah if they don't see it right when it happens it never happens mm-hmm. that's crazy no notice how i think social media is changing our culture because if you want to follow somebody that's a statement oh you want to follow me okay so you don't want to see my content oh you don't like me so we have beef okay right. cool and it's like we could have had a one-on-one conversation about that and i mean not to say that if someone unfollows you go and be like why did you unfollow me i mean they have a right to do that but like we start to uh, replace that one-on-one communication with that means something it's like Mm -hmm. no somebody hacked my account and i just they just happen to unfollow you you know yeah because it's like it goes back to like we are like take it back to scripture like it says we are built for communities like it is not good for man to be alone we are not meant to be by ourselves social media isolates people yeah because you think you don't have to go anywhere because you're surrounded by all these people all these little icons and the ai and whatever (sighs) whatever whatever like you're surrounded by all these people that you never see you never like we need human contact like nothing is ever going to be able to replace that yeah like if we remove that we're going to continue to see depression Mm -hmm. increase anxiety increase Mm -hmm. we're going to be able we're going to see people seem like they everybody got adhd everybody has add everybody has this like social i'm not gonna jump Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna jump just yet but like we're gonna see those things increase because we are built for human connection and you can't get that like social media can't give you a hug social media can't give you a hug like it tells you like if you do research it tells you how many hugs you need a day just to get by shut up really like you need four just to get by you need eight to be happy what yeah hey let me start hugging myself (laughs) because like the dopamine like the dopamine that you need Mm -hmm. hugs wow oxytocin like you get that from a hug you get that from being around people wow and because we isolate ourselves and then we're also living in a post-pandemic world yeah. we had to be shut down and isolated for a year and a half oh my gosh no contact and if you lived by yourself oh i can only imagine mm. it was hard for me and i had people in the house yeah so like yeah i'm asking for people who don't even like do physical touch it's just like just passing by i can't even imagine like 48 hugs i knew it i knew something was deficit in my life you know like, but no no no. i want to even like touch back onto like what you mentioned sometimes we don't feel like we need people because we have our own world around us mm-hmm. and i realize that that is an agenda behind social media is that this is your world you don't mm-hmm. need to interact with other people when you have everything that you need and so like when they say don't put all of your eggs in one basket i feel like technology mm-hmm. is literally putting all your eggs plus your neighbor's eggs plus your whole neighborhood's eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. and so i realized you have your calculator you have your camera you have a flashlight you have your uh your i don't know notes everything you need is here and so it kind of eliminates the need for someone else but as humans we are so interdependent of each other Mm -hmm. what you do and what you say and what you think that affects me and it like whatever i do say and think also affects you too but i feel like because of because we try to block that natural connection and use social media as our world 
we start to eliminate the, the need for people and we start mm-hmm. to desensitize and we feel like well i don't need nobody i'm here by myself so i'm just gonna post it on my right. story and i'm moving in silence but the rest of your 12 stories talk about how you moving in silence like <laughs> you're not moving in silence and so i just i feel like the algorithm that we have although it's very smart i feel like sometimes it's too smart that we don't even realize how mm-hmm. smart it is like it's designed to keep you entrapped like there are moments i go on instagram and i'm like dang what i come here for and i'm like oh here oh like this bible code and it's it's generally good stuff but the dopamine overload is too much yeah like it's so distracting it's so distracting and like um there was something you said what was it that i wanted to touch on too uh, not not just the algorithm oh yes it was that like so mark zuckerberg talks about how he is all for improving facebook and now he owns like the meta company so mm. like instagram facebook and i think there's something else What's attached. That? yeah okay yeah all those together and he's looking to add things he's like i want to improve human connection he says that's his motive is to improve human connection mm you might be improving humans talking to other humans Mm -hmm. and like somewhat being updated with other people's lives like especially on facebook facebook is like the life update (laughs) thing anyway your birthday oh Oh, facebook yeah 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 like you don't miss things like that so like it's beneficial in that way so like I see someone's birthday on Facebook and if I have their number, I'm like, oh, let me just call Mm. them. Let me text them. Like it can be beneficial like that. But like, are you, do you really have 3000 friends? Do you really? Because Facebook will have you friends with half the world, but you don't talk to any of them. And like our definition of friendship has changed too, Mm -hmm. because like if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on TikTok, if I talk to you maybe every year on WhatsApp, like once a year, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, whatever it may be, then you're my friend. But you don't know anything about my life. You don't pray for me. Mm. You don't know my struggles. Mm. Like you don't know anything about me, but what I post. And then like it opens the door for so many creepy people. It's like you have the uh, a form of protection has been taken away because everything's on social media. Yeah. Like there's no privacy. There are there's a privacy's beneficial. Mm. Secrecy? No. Privacy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should keep things to yourself. You should actually move mm-hmm. in silence on certain mm-hmm. things. Not telling people I'm moving in silence. silence and then be like, oh, post a clip of where you are, just the corner of a wall or mm. somebody's pinky finger. <laughs> no face, no case. Uh, right. <laughs> like, no, wow. that's a problem. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm just listening to you know because you're putting me on the game. It's it's a real problem. Like I have limited like what I post on social media. Like so many people, they don't know what I do. And I like that they don't yeah. know what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't talk to you, you shouldn't know what I do. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't mm-hmm. know anything about my life. You shouldn't know. Like, I didn't post anything. I just came back from visiting family in Chicago and Milwaukee. I didn't share that I was in Chicago and Milwaukee. Right. If I don't talk to you, you don't need to know that type of information. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I going around giving somebody else the satisfaction of thinking that they know me when mm-hmm. they really don't? And that's why, like, that people end up getting in trouble that way. Yeah. They end up getting close to these celebrities Ooh. or they think they're close to these celebrities or these YouTubers or whatever. And you don't know them. You know the facade. And so it's like, it's just filling you up, not just with dopamine, but it's giving you a false sense of knowing people. Yeah. And like, it's 
it's giving you a false sense of community. Like mm-hmm. we are, like I said, we're built for a community. And then you see all this stuff. You see that so-and-so had a baby. Yeah. You see that you hear their birth story. Like Chrissy Teigen, she just posted mm. a story. So she, um, she gave birth to her daughter after a miscarriage. She didn't think wow. she could carry. I don't know what the medical complications were, but they were concerned that she wasn't going to be able to carry her child to term. And so wow. she tried again and she got pregnant. And then they also had a surrogate and the surrogate got pregnant. So they had the babies around the same time. So they're kind of like twins. Mm. You post that kind of stuff to be open and to let people know that they are, you know, they're not alone. But then somebody else might see that as I know her. She shared this with me. And we don't realize how many people are really out there thinking that kind of stuff. So like you're filling them up you're shortening their attention span you're causing them to not be able to have human interaction in person like face-to-face communication but they think that they know you yeah that's creepy that is that's really creepy wow no social media has opened that pathway because i'm telling you after they tell you like after high school you only keep in touch with like one or two people that is straight facts. Yeah. Straight like facts. Like, I literally only talk to one girl from high school. Only, bro, literally only one person. And, like, another person, I'll be like, happy birthday every now and then. If you post, I'll swipe up on your story. And, like, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm doing my due diligence. Like, I'm, I'm still, you know, but that's not that's not actually checking up on them. Mm-mm. I don't really know how you're doing just because I see what you're posting on Finsta. And Finsta's supposed to be, like, your real fake Insta. Like, right. that's not how you feel. I don't know if you're crying to sleep at night. I just know that you're posting 2 p.m. every day how you want the world to think that you're doing. And that's not legit. Mm-mm. Wow. And then so, like, with adults, I would say social media has just been another mask. And with kids, it's been it's affecting development. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these babies don't know how to write. They mm-hmm. don't know how to read. They don't know how to do anything. There are educational things out there that are beneficial, but the parents have to do that. But if the parents are like, here you go. Yeah. Just like you're not like psychologists recommend that you do not allow your child to be introduced to a screen before they are four years old. Wow. Because it affects development. It messes it up. That's going to be tough because all these kids watch a Coco Melon. Coco Melon is crack for babies. It, it, too much. It's so You bad. know they say SpongeBob was even detrimental to our health. And that's why they say I like. It. Hey, I mean, I, SpongeBob Square. <laughs> <laughs> No, a lot of our like generation, they actually struggle with ADHD, and I was just like, God, do I have ADHD? Because the way it, I, I realized it was so common, especially in college. Everybody's just like, Oh, my attention span is so short. I can't focus on this. I can't focus on this. And I'm wondering, like, I mean, studies have shown that SpongeBob because the changing scenes yeah. and the sounds and the lights, it's probably like, one of the first ones too. W- one of the very first ones, and we didn't even know until now. We're just like, Why can't I focus in class? Why is my teacher so boring? Why don't I care about? neuroscience and that's what i'm (laughs) studying yeah yeah. like i would say like with that like everybody doesn't have adhd they have adhd tendencies Mm. so like um in the research that i was doing we kind of covered it a little bit in class but like certain things you don't go into until you get your master's right but like adhd has a genetic component to it so Mm. like you don't get the genetic component from just being on social media Mm. like technology is it's approaching that part right (laughs) where you just do whatever whatever and you take it in but like genetically you have to have you have to be predisposed so there's like a genetic predisposition and there's like a physical difference in your brain so like the adhd Mm. brain is physically different 
Okay. So it's like a lot of people have short attention spans. A lot of people are hyperactive. A lot of people are anxious. But like also with other mental disorders, hyperactivity, inability to focus, um, fidgeting around all the time. Those are not just signs of ADHD. Those are also signs of anxiety and depression Mm. and all these other things. And so like all the mental stuff is like just building up right i will say like i do believe like social media is heightening these things okay and like even knowing people with adhd they're more likely to get lost on social media Oof, boy than like a neurotypical person mm-hmm. that's so, like, yeah. wow that's very valid I, I thank you for like for i guess clearing that up because i think the common notion is oh i can't focus i have much have adhd and then we self-diagnose ourselves Mm -hmm. um not knowing that there's more to it because i didn't even know that you had to be like predisposed to like adhd to consider yourself having adhd yeah and then like you don't adhd is not something you just randomly develop in your life so like there's a dms thing and right now i'm not even gonna hold you i can't remember what it's like what it stands for but it's basically the standards they hold you to when they're diagnosing you so okay. it's like a diagnose diagnostic like um statistical something something mm-hmm. and so like you have to fit into a certain category to be diagnosed with things and you have like adhd symptoms start before you're 12 years old wow so like if this hasn't been a lifelong thing it's something that you you can train your brain to do. the brain is crazy amazing mm-hmm. like you can train your brain to do things if you can increase your attention span wow. by learning to study and learning to do this and da, 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 working out drinking water taking care of your body then you can also teach yourself to decrease that attention span That's true. you can also teach yourself you can you can shape yourself into someone who is hy- hyperactive who is enable to focus True. and things like that so mm. I, I had this app once and it's like it's like about mind it's like mind training mental training i forgot what it's called but it would give us these I games think it's like brain training yeah I think mind it, tap yes yeah. yes yes so i it, it would give us like memory games um mm-hmm. even before that nintendo dsi yes i had that too yeah, yes, yeah. i love i loved the math games and that's why i'm so good at mental math now because i used to play these games and i would just like just mm-hmm. eight plus eight 16 and naturally now i'm able to like build a, like build that up and i'm i'm able to focus because of the games that they had and so even with the app that i had it would help me on like uh, memory it would help me on focus it would help me on like attention and I feel like that helped me build my brain uh what do you even call it like brain skills yeah I guess yeah. Skills, yeah so it helped me grow my brain skills and so I think that gives me hope to know that like just because I can't really focus now doesn't mean that I'm gonna be like this forever but I can actually build my focus mm-hmm. and and do better because I'm not gonna lie after COVID oof, it was hard to sit in the classroom yes because zoom bruh camera off mic off I'm practically not even here, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm in a classroom for two hours and it's so hard to even pay attention to Mm -hmm. a teacher that's talking with no breaks. So I feel like social media has even kind of shifted the way we are in classrooms because you can't just talk to somebody for two hours like you used to do in the 1960s. I feel like their brains were wired a lot for memory so they could memorize what you said us because there's so much access to information we don't have to remember it we could just go back and find it on the internet and so with teachers i'm pretty sure it has shifted the way they have to do things in classrooms Mm -hmm. to make it more stimulating to make it more effective to young people or people who just can't hold a lot of information at once yeah like the average attention span now is 15 to 20 minutes Ooh, that's short Ooh, 
15 I would have said 30 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> like 15 to 20. I wow. think that's for like adults. Okay. So like the average adult attention span is 15 to 20 minutes. It takes more than 15 to 20 minutes to drive. It takes more than 15 minutes, 20 minutes to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's sad Whoa. that that's where we are. 15 to 20. Like you, of course you can't focus in class. Yeah. Class is longer than 20 minutes. Way and 20 longer. minutes is kind of pushing it for some people. Mm-hmm. So like that's just crazy. And then like. Um, you talked about like the teachers and how they have to change things up. They were required to memorize mm. things. They didn't have the satisfaction of being like, oh, let me just put it in my notes. Yeah. Let me set a reminder. Let me do this. Let me do that. Oh, let me just Google this real quick because mm-hmm. I can't remember. Like they didn't have the satisfaction of doing that until they were later in life. Yeah. And that's for like the older professors and teachers like that. Like they didn't have that satisfaction. They did not. They had to memorize things. They didn't have open book, open note tests where you could go online. And I'm not, look, I love me a good open book, open note. But I also have realized that when I have an open book, open note test, I'm less likely to spend that time studying like I need to. Very much. Because I'm relying on my book. Mm -hmm. Because I have the ability to just like, oh, let me just switch over to my online textbook. I don't have any physical books. Facts. I don't like not. Oh my gosh. I am in my college career. I have never had one physical textbook. Really? Nope. Not one. Is that like by choice? Uh, my school provides it. It's online. They they provide you. You pay the technology fee. You get all oh. your books. Mm. You get a discount on physical books, but Jeez. they still arm and leg and half your kidney. No, at this point, everything is everything is digital, and like. I don't know because of that I really feel like sometimes the older people I give them more like certification because I'm like y'all had to go through books to like get this knowledge we could just look it up and just get it instantly and I think there is beauty with having to struggle and having to like spend hours to get that information because because you put in the sweat and the effort you hold it but because it's so easily attainable for us we don't really value it too much it's like Mm. it's just there and like I had this one class where the teacher the way he structured his test was who said this phrase in the book and i'm saying this big this book is hundreds of pages and so i'm like pretty much i was predestined to fail (laughs) because how am i supposed to know who said this but there's this um app adobe scan so what we would do Mm -hmm. is scan the pages and then control f the word i go back into the book i find it and i'm like this person said it i mean technology is great because it really actually helped me pass the class but i'm like it's 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 becoming a little too easy like open uh no tests I used to hate them because it's just like, I want to put in the effort. I want to succeed. But mm-hmm. when you're making it so easy for me, I might as well not even try. Right. So like one thing that I had to stop doing was I had to, I had to stop being so reliant on it. Like in my psych courses, like there are some classes, if it's not for my major, I'm not even going to hold you. I don't really care that much. I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to pass because I need to pass. Cause mm-hmm. Y'all tell me I need this course. But like when it comes to my psych classes, I will read and I will study. And the only thing I will use my notes for, not the book, my notes for our vocabulary. Mm. So, like, I had to get in the habit of writing down my vocabulary words. Like, I prefer physical pen and paper anyway. Yeah. Like, it just helps me learn better. Like, that's a scientific, like, writing it down helps you with your memorization. Mm -hmm. But, like, I wanted to, something came to mind when you were talking. Like, we are so used to having everything when we want it how we want it uh in the package that we want it yeah like and then like social media is teaching people all these like spiritual things and people are making they're spiritual but they ain't got let me just say that okay um you're teaching you all these things and how to get what you want how to manifest how to manifest it but like 
it's not just affecting our human relationship it's affecting our relationship with god yeah if god doesn't give it to us how we want it when we want it there's other options like it the fact of the matter is they're not even really options Mm. because in the long run they're not gonna work Mm. so like i me personally i say if it's not going to last if it's not going to be beneficial it's not an option Mm mm-hmm and so, like, social media is also, and technology is also affecting our relationship with God. We can't pray. We be like, Lord, I thank you. And, ooh, yeah. that reel I saw, that TikTok <laughs> I saw the other day, that was crazy. We'll go eat for dinner tonight. Right. And, like, we can't read our word because it's mm-hmm. not a Bible app. But the Bible app, you get notifications still. Okay. You getting distracted. Mm-hmm. Like, you're reading, like, John three sixteen for God. So, so-and-so text you yeah so-and-so is live yeah your favorite social media whatever just posted a picture mm-hmm. like it's affecting how we do that and we wonder why we're so that's part of the reason why we're so depressed yeah Come we took on. god out of schools and like now we have social media and we can't even talk to the main person that we need to Ooh. talk to like everything one thing that i have come to i'm like if you do it with a person you're gonna do it with god mm-hmm. if you do it with yourself you're gonna do it with somebody else mm-hmm. so like if you isolate yourself and you put yourself in a public situation you're just going to sit there quietly you're not going to talk you're not going to engage because one you don't know how yeah you don't know how oh my god but you'll sit there and text the other person that's true instead of talking because now you're anxious about how you sound and what you look like and you don't sound like the people on tiktok and you don't have a filter on your face Ooh, don't get into the filters because i'm like yo you know your eyelashes moving right like you know the lip I, line is like I right here say is if somebody who only uses filters to go missing. We not gonna <laughs> find you. <laughs> we not gonna find you. You're gonna see the filter. There they go. No, bro. Because your nose is different. You gonna have long eyelashes. No, because all of them make like, the nose slim and the yes. face move. Girl, you know, you it's got more no Eurocentric okay. features. You are a black girl from Alabama. We don't know what you really look like. Now you look like Kim K. <laughs> like, what? Why are there so many Kim K features? Like, yeah, it's just, but it's like, it's affecting everything and then like even people who want to do like other spiritual practice like the hindus and like uh buddhists and all that stuff like other religions that really focus on meditation you can't even meditate yeah you can't even talk to your false god yeah you can't even do that (laughs) go through with the word you can't even do that Mm. like you can't focus yeah like what is it so that's part of the reason everybody is like Oh, do I have ADHD? And that's also something we're learning about. Like social media is beneficial to learn yeah. about other things. But when you see something on social media so much, you start to question yourself. Like, do I have this too? Mm-hmm. Like so-and-so is posting about how she got diagnosed with ADHD as a child. Wow. Or she's looking back and realizing that she may have had ADHD her whole life because as an adult, it's just something she copes with now. Mm-hmm. But as a child, it was really problematic. She mm-hmm. had to learn differently. She had to wow. do all these things differently. And now you're like, oh, I might have it because it's trendy. Because it's trendy. Because it's trendy. I'm telling you, a lot of these people in this world are doing things not because they have it, but because it's trendy. And mm, 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 mm. so you mentioned, you said something about something. And the thing that came to my mind was on YouTube, there would always be this ad that popped up. And it says, am I gay? Large advertisement, yes. boom, plastered. The Take first a quiz. One, the, at the top. Bro, and it would come up at, like so often. And like I, I, I've heard testimonies of people who took it and they were like, well, it said I was bi, so okay. Like I said this in one of my other podcasts. I promise you a large percentage of the people in the LGBTQ community are not even 
LGBTQ for real is because it's trendy. It's because like mm-hmm. everybody's doing it, and because it's so infiltrated into social media that you are a guy and you appear to be more feminine because you're raised by your mother. So now social media is telling you that you're gay. And right. now you think you're gay. And it's like, you're not. Like, that's not who you are. Now, if you have the natural mm-hmm. attraction. Oh, I mean, sorry. If you have the attraction, I'm going to say it's natural. Uh, then that's a whole different thing. But mm-hmm. social media has uh, such an agenda to perpetuate agendas that are yes. not of God. And now we're confusing people. And we're confusing ourselves. Why you take the quiz? What? That, that ad, I have seen the, are you gay? Are you bi? Are you lesbian? Are you asexual? Wow. And it gets on my nerves. Bruh. I was just like, look. Like, why you no. keep popping up on my why screen? Why do you like, keep yeah. coming my way? And 90% of the videos I watch on YouTube are Christian. I'm like, now nah, you coming up in my good Christian YouTube. <laughs> my good Christian <laughs> and you YouTube. you go sit there and post that. And so it's like, I. it's funny that you say, like, um, like people will hear it from someone else. They'll mm-hmm. see it on a quiz. I'm like, oh, it must be true. I know someone. I did camp with him last year. He mm-hmm. was one of the counselors. Last year he was professing to be straight Mm -hmm. this year he's like i'm bi i'm this i'm that like rainbow everything Mm -hmm. and i said oh well what happened with old girl Mm -hmm. and he was just like oh yeah that didn't work out because i actually like men and i was just like so is this something that you always knew Mm -hmm. and you now i'm not gonna lie when i met him last year i thought he was okay but i'm like okay what you're not i'm gonna take you at your word Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna press you and question you right and he was just like it wasn't until i was in a therapy session Mm. and the therapist said i think you're gay Mm. that i started to think about it and i'm like you never thought about that for yourself i feel like that's something you think about like i don't know i don't deal with that right. i don't have that i'm not i don't have same sex attraction so i don't know how that works but like the people that i have talked to they've always said it's something that they've always known mm. and so now like if you can take a quiz right if your orientation and how you present yourself mm-hmm. your identity is literally just a quiz mm-hmm. or one conversation away from changing mm-hmm. like social media has like made us think that things that are common are natural Mm -hmm. so we think it's natural Mm -hmm. for all these things to be we think it's natural to not be able to focus right we think it's natural to be attracted to everything under the sun (laughs) like we think it's attract we think it's natural to not know who you are yeah we think it's natural to do all these things like and it's not it's really not and like that's part of the inability to focus like you can't even focus on who you are as a person it's not just task like you don't know who you are because you're so focused on who everybody else is Mm -hmm. what they're doing what's the trendy thing Mm -hmm. to do i don't want to wear this outfit because it's not trendy Mm -hmm. but you like it so wear it right 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 i don't want to do this or i don't you even like filter yourself in person because you don't want to say things Mm. that are going against the norm so like it's not even just like the okay the cognitive transformation that we're seeing but it's also social emotional and physical like social media is changing everything it's changing everything girl where's my turn oh it's already over but no no that 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 i like i like that because it reminds me of even like what do you call it the horoscopes man, oh, man. it's it's along the same lines of mm-hmm. that and when i was younger i hopped onto the trend oh i'm a pisces da, 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 da. 
But I'm like, yo, this fortune cookie thing is not real because it says Pisces are nice, we're mellow, we're this. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But so are you and you're born in December. And so I feel like it's a very cookie cutter. Well, I don't know if I'm using the word cookie cutter well. I feel like it's just a very fortune cookie thing that like it could apply to anybody and it's very general. But like we have this thing of like, I keep seeing like Libras or Virgos, Virgos, Geminis, Aries. Is somebody on the, knocking on the door? I don't know. Okay. But okay, Aries, like Capricorn, Sagittarius's. And I'm like, I do see the commonalities within these personalities, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, I feel like we capitalize too much on that. Yes. Now I'm like, God, okay, is there something with the way you align them? Because you know God could could do something with that. But I'm just like, I feel like when you can take a quiz and you can go on a website and it will tell you about your personality and who you are as a person, that's not life. And so right when we and i feel like the main difference between the word and that is that these things are man-made versus god is telling us that you are this you are the and the thing mm-hmm. is it's general too god yeah. is telling us general things but he personalizes it within our hearts mm-hmm. but now we got like these things telling you like you're a pisces so you can't date a virgo and i'm like no nah, right. we don't make these these conditional rules it just it just sounds like nonsense to me mm-hmm. and like even with like the horoscope thing growing up like i used to i used to be mad i'm like so I'm supposed to go to a stranger who ain't never met me. They just know my birthday. Mm. And like they used to have like the horoscope newspapers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I used to they would them. be like sent to your email, you get a text message, or they might actually be in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. If you are a Virgo, you should not go outside today. Wow. You will be um depressed today. You will be expecting a sad phone call people live by that kind i'm like i used to too because they have websites and they would literally tell you like you know today this this isn't i'm like okay and and i I subscribed to it until i didn't anymore and then like the thing with it is like there are so people are we're much more similar than we like to believe yeah we have much more in common than we have different and so like horoscopes they play on the commonalities between different people like there are personality types there are things like that but like no one fits that one thing to a key and maybe you do but the other person who's in that same personality type might not Mm -hmm. you might be very type a and want to be in control of everything Mm -hmm. and and somebody else might want to be in control but the way they choose to go about control is different Mm -hmm. the way they choose to do anything else is different so like we we want to be so similar we want to have like i said before we want to have so much community right we want to find our tribe as they say now like we want to find our tribe and we're not finding it in physical people. We're like, mm-hmm. oh yes, um, lollipop thirty seven twenty four underscore hashtag likes the same thing mm-hmm. as me. And so it's like it's just it's just crazy because we're looking for all the things that God told us that we needed. Ooh. And we're not looking to him for those things and we wonder why it's not working. Wow. Real quick, can you can you explain like the difference between like horoscopes and like type A and stuff personality or like even like the Enneagram because I mean Jackie O'Perry said the Enneagram is evil and I, I did some research that talked about how it went back to the occult so like where mm-hmm. you say like where okay so we personally do you ascribe to like horoscopes no okay so where we don't ascribe to horoscopes but we could be like oh I'm a type A personality what's the difference between those two I feel like you have to use those things very loosely like mm-hmm. so my first year of college like we took a bunch of different 
tests and things like that just so we can have an understanding mm-hmm. of how psychologists do personality tests personality tests can be very beneficial in a diagnostics process uh, right. process. um it can be so helpful like people everybody wants to say somebody's a narcissist everybody's not a narcissist y'all mm-hmm. narcissistic tendencies right but not a narcissist mm-hmm. and so like it is one i me personally i think that horoscopes are a pseudoscience mm. they present themselves as something that is empirical and can be backed up but like you're really just playing on the commonalities mm. like you have red hair right and somebody else has i had red hair before too we're not the same person because we had red hair right like they look for the smallest little thing but you can't really prove like if you boil it down you don't know how they're getting it mm-hmm. like stars align how they align because that's how god chose them mm-hmm. to align if you believe in the big bang theory that's how they fail mm-hmm. like what does it have to do with like your your rising and your setting Ooh, don't talk about the like, grand I don't, rising I don't, I don't even know enough about that to talk about it to yeah. be honest with you but like the moon does not determine your personality oh, come on like how mm-hmm. if we if everybody wants to be science-based Let's talk about like how the moon affects your personality. Come on. How does it really? Mm-hmm. Like that's a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. And like all spiritual things cannot be backed up empirically. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're false. Right. Because science can't back it up. But also like everybody subscribing to this thing and you really don't even know where it comes from. Yeah. So like I don't I don't agree with the Enneagram either. Deep. Um, I think it's helpful to a degree, but I also mm-hmm. think it's like yeah i totally understand because i have uh also done a lot of personality tests i feel like it's just exciting or it's interesting to see what don't i know about myself mm-hmm. but kind of like what you said that's what god is there for like he's the one that designed you he knows what exactly he created you for so mm-hmm. everything that you want to know about yourself in a quiz he he will tell you if you ask him yeah. and so i realized that we're searching for uh, dynamics and characteristics of myself what do i say in my sleep let me take this quiz so we can tell <laughs> Let me uh, let me put this sleep app on. Sleep app, and it's like like go to the God who never sleeps in their slumbers. He will literally tell you what you. He will even tell you the dream and remind you when you forget when you wake up. And so the God that we serve is very dynamic. And I think we do this thing, and it's it's idolization when we look for something else that is like God provides it, but we look somewhere Mm, else. And so we're idolizing ourselves. We're glorifying our personalities, but not going to God who's the one that made it. And then we put ourselves in a box. Like, mm. I personally, if you, like, we thank the Lord for deliverance and growth. Amen. But, like, as a child, if you told me I couldn't do something, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. I was that kick. I don't like being put in a box. Right. And, like, saying I'm a Pisces and saying I'm this and I'm that and da 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 that's putting me in a box Mm -hmm. and like God will give you the tools to help you discover yourself but we spend so much time looking at everybody else that we don't have time to get to know ourselves like you can really get to know yourself Mm -hmm. if you just pay attention to what you do you journal Mm -hmm. you take some time to just sit in silence you ask yourself questions and you think about those things but you want to be on the phone all the time you want to be on youtube all the time like you're taking away that time from yourself like you need to date yourself Mm -hmm. you need to know yourself and that's like part like adhd affects relationships adhd like tendencies affect relationships Mm -hmm. like you you don't know yourself 
so how wow. can you know anybody else wow how can you know what you're looking for which is why we ask other people to tell me tell me yeah. who i am yeah tell me what i like mm-hmm. tell me what i need because mm-hmm. you don't you're not asking yourself those questions because yeah. you're hyper fixated on somebody else's life very much so and trying to be just like them mm-hmm. like nobody you you can't be an individual anymore it's a, it's like it's a societal sin to be an individual yeah no that's facts and shameless plug episode seven go ahead and date yourself that, that's actually what i talked about about dating yourself and how we don't know ourselves because we are always relying on other people to tell us who we are and it's like it ties into the people pleasing and being on social mm-hmm. media we want instagram to tell us what's cool we want facebook to tell us what's popping and it's like when we rely on social platforms to give us our identity mm-hmm. i mean this is mind control oh my gosh this is what i wanted I'm, to get into i'm girl sorry. Beyonce had a concert where and she, she be having some demonic stuff on that. Yes, yes, she does. She be having some real demonic things on there. And so, um, in one of the transitions, she has like this like swirl, black and white swirl. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I, I, it says something about like whoever controls the media controls the mind. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, there is no lie in that. But what they're doing is blatant mind control. It used to be very subtle. It used to be very hidden, but it's it's in your face now. Mm-hmm. The way that we soak in social media, we spend hours, we lose sleep, we lose food over social media. It's controlling our minds. And so now you see, you scroll on your, your timeline, you see 10 people wearing cargo pants. You're in, You're sleeping, you wake up, I want to buy some cargo pants and you're wondering like you know when you walk outside you're wondering why everybody's wearing the same clothes because we're all controlled by the same media wearing the same hair look at me me and you we got the the same (laughs) braids and the curls and so we are being so heavily influenced by media and I don't think we even realize how how deep it is I feel like when you constantly feed yourself with something, you become unaware of how influential it really is. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's crazy. Everybody really is just like them ugly red shoes. Everybody. Them blocks. Yes. Everybody was getting those shoes because it was viral. How you walk in those things? How do you put them on? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. Like social Mm -hmm. media will have you doing stupid things. Real stupid stuff. It will have you doing stupid stuff. It will have you thinking differently. It will change your behavior. It will change your child's behavior. Like my God brother. Mm -hmm. um, He used to be obsessed with Caillou. Oh. Obsessed. For those of you who ain't never seen Caillou, he is disrespectful. His parents will tell him to do something and he will say no mommy mm-hmm. i don't want to do this and throw a tantrum mm-hmm. he calls his sister all kinds of names he started to act like caillou wow his parents would be like hey come come on let's come eat dinner it's dinner time i don't want dinner oh i don't want you want what you made for dinner have a tantrum wow it wasn't until they removed caillou from his wow. life that his behavior he started to act like himself wow and like we are going around acting like the person that we see trending mm-hmm. we're going like now everybody's algorithm is different it's right. tailored to them so like you may see certain things that i don't see you probably see way more hair videos mm-hmm. than i see somebody else might see more political videos than mm-hmm. the next person so it's like it's tailored to you it's tailored to keep you in this like single frame of mind right and like twitter is the prime example of people who don't know how to talk to each other yep you say twitter i feels. like red somebody on twitter say it's not red it's burgundy it's a whole fight mm-hmm. over semantics oh. 
like we don't we don't know how to communicate anymore yeah and so like to kind of keep on topic a little bit because we kind of no, we're going everywhere hey we're on topic but we're off topic like social media in my opinion does not cause adhd mm. it does not but it does influence your behavior mm-hmm. it does influence your mindset right it influences everything about your life mm-hmm. like you have tendencies that you never had before because of social media mm-hmm. like why are these girls trying to be rappers Ooh. now i'm sorry as a, as a as a true atlantean okay? atlantean born and raised mm-hmm. everybody is not gonna be the next migos hold up because did you watch my last episode what? I actually I haven't not yet because I've been out of town. So Girl, I haven't, I haven't been doing nothing on my phone. What? But like everybody's not gonna be the next Migos. Everybody's not gonna be the next Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Coco Jones, all that stuff. Tyler Perry don't know your name. <laughs> like it's and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But because that's what's trending. Like as a teacher, I have heard kids say like I'm like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? You used to hear doctor and engineer mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Or you used to hear, I want to be, some some kids that used to say they want to be a zoologist. Right. You hear, I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. I want to be a TikToker. Mm-hmm. If your Wi-Fi is down, you can't Ooh, do anything. Yes, yes. If you do one thing that displeases the masses, you are canceled. Yeah. yeah. Your entire career down the drain. Yeah. All the brand deals everything yeah. that you were doing like all streams of income are shut down because you said one thing yeah that's crazy to yeah me. oh my god everybody doesn't need to go to college yeah everybody doesn't need a super crazy career mm-hmm. but you need to do something other than try to please people for the rest of your life oh my gosh i'm glad you're saying that because i said it two episodes ago everybody's not meant to be a rapper for if real. you want to do music it's okay to be in the music industry. You could be a producer. You could be a sound engineer. You could be the janitor that's listening to them while they rapping. But not everybody's meant to be on the mic. And so I don't want this to sound like we're knocking you as you're pushing for your passion. That's not even the case. It's more but so. But is it your passion? Right. Like there's purpose and then there's passion. And so mm-hmm. many of us and many of the people who are like out there have been blessed to mix their, pers- their purpose with their passion and mm-hmm. start to make money from it and start to get payment. But for a lot of people, we all can be influencers. Well, we can be influencers in our own way, but we're not all going viral on TikTok. We're not all meant to be on YouTube. And I don't think we understand the lifestyle it comes with. But Mm -hmm. many people want to do these things because that's what we see. We're seeing people make it. Like, you could have had zero dollars yesterday, but because you're now a famous Instagram braider, you're making 100000 a year. It's amazing and it's aspirational, but it's not everybody's life. Right. It's not real life, at least. Right. And, like, I, for one, don't care to have people all up in my business. But I feel like people have lost, like, they lost a sense of themselves so much that they don't even care to keep things to themselves anymore. And yeah. they wonder why stuff doesn't work out. Everybody's not your friend. Yeah. Just because they follow you does not mean they're following you because they want to see you be successful. Yeah. And that's, like, another thing. I said it, I think I said it earlier, like, it has created a false sense of friendship like mm-hmm. social media everybody doesn't follow you because they want you to be successful people are still out to get you we yeah. still oh. have enemies Come on. we still have people who are fake and who are phony like that's never going to change about humanity mm-hmm. there's always going to be somebody who don't like you because you just you right but like social media makes it seem like oh they liked my post mm-hmm. maybe that thing that we never fixed is fixed now right 
maybe this is not. I'm like, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's not life. It's social not. media has really, like, social media has made it seem like Sims in real life. Like, Ooh, everybody's just like, on. and I love Sims. Mm-hmm. I do. I play, that's the only game I play. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, life can't be like that. It life can't. can't be a simulation. And, like, everybody people are starting to think that it is one yeah. now yeah. Like, that's how engrossed we are like we are engulfed in technology and we don't even know what's real anymore yeah like people are 25 your brain is supposed to be fully developed mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like studies are saying other things now but like you are grown you have yeah. a job you pay rent you pay this but you think that somebody over there is a lizard person and that we are in the middle of a matrix and this is <laughs> <laughs> You have a lizard person. No, people people think that stuff mm-hmm. for real. Like, it's crazy wow. because social media will have you thinking that this is not a real conversation. Yeah, that this is a fake thing. Yeah, and like it's just crazy how we have really allowed something that can malfunction, like literally break. Ooh. It can die. Like your yeah. phone dies every day, mm-hmm. and we allow that one thing to control yeah. ourselves to give us life. Like, that's so crazy to me. People can't, like, the camp that I just did, this one camper, the first thing that she said when we greeted her was, I want my phone. Oh, wow. She complained that entire week Mm -hmm. about not having her phone. Wow. She couldn't do anything. Wow. She said that was an experience for her to learn that she can actually live without her phone because up Mm. until that point, she thought she couldn't. Wow. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure she's a child that always has always had her phone. Yeah, like, she was... Like a 2010 baby. Mm, oh, so like course. she's always had a phone. Of course, always and it, I think it's interesting because we've come a place from a place where we got phones. They were born with the era of phones around them. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of them, they have such an emotional connection to these things, and it's just like they. I feel like it replaces something mentally because they've mm-hmm. had, probably had a phone or an Instagram account longer than they've had friends, and so Instagram Ooh. is their real friend. Like the the stimulation that they get is more uh, is more gravitating to them than talking to somebody and having a, like a fruitful conversation yeah. but this is what's needed it's it's what's what's built within us i need hugs right. every day every day four to eight yep that's what puppy cuddles come in handy too <laughs> okay get you a dog like, we are built for human connection yeah even people who don't like like physical touch isn't their love language if you put them in a room by themselves, you put them in solitary confinement, they are going to go crazy. Yeah. They don't have contact with people. Yeah. Introverts, they still need contact they do. with people. And like one of the things that I was um, looking up to, or it was in the article that I was reading, was talking about how um, social media creates anxiety. Mm-hmm. You are always looking for a notification. Mm. And so like in real life, you're always waiting to be notified about something. And if you are a naturally anxious person Ooh. and you always get those notifications, you're thinking in real life, something's about to come up. I'm about to find out something. This is somebody's about to tell me this isn't that like it creates a sense of anxiety. Like you don't know how to sit still because you're always scrolling you're all like there's a thing why is text thumb a thing Oof. why are people getting carpal tunnel from texting why are people why are like why is your neck and your spine yes being destroyed because mm-hmm. you spend so much time like looking this. down yeah like that's a problem it's it's affecting our health yeah in every way come on and then we're also i feel like part of the reason we see depression increasing 
is because we are in everybody's business. Ooh. Like, 20 years ago, we didn't have this many people that were depressed. Mm-hmm. But 20 years ago, we also weren't in everybody's business. Wow. And I also, this is something that's probably not a hot take. Or mm-hmm. it's a hot take. It's like, everybody's not really depressed. Mm. We're just, we just want connection. And when you don't get what you need, mm-hmm. you start to malfunction. Mm. Like, if you don't get vitamin D, your bones get brittle. Your hair gets weak. Right. Your teeth fall out. If you don't eat food, you become malnourished. Right. When you don't get human connection, when you don't get conversation and touch and things like that, you st- your body starts to react. Your emotions mm-hmm. start to react. Like, okay, I need this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we're being traumatized on social media. Oh, boy. Like, trauma? Mm-hmm. There is no reason I should have been able to see George Floyd. Ugh. I should not have seen it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to pull away. Like we're seeing everything. There yeah. is nothing is off limits anymore. Mm-hmm. And even like for kids, the stuff they're showing kids on YouTube, kids they were doing demonic rituals. Wow. Yes. Like all this stuff. Like we should there. We shouldn't be able to see that kind of stuff at all. And that's like just traumatizing people, mm-hmm. which is perpetuating like whatever they already had right like if they were already depressed and they see their trigger they're getting triggered all the time which is also increasing the anxiety levels and then they are watching tiktoks yeah and reels and youtube shorts which are anywhere from six seconds to 60 seconds yeah of course you can't focus in class Mm -hmm. everything that you consume is within a 60 second time frame yeah if you don't if your professor doesn't put the notes in a, in a TikTok, you're not going to get it. Not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Wow. And so, like, it's just crazy because it's changing our communication. Mm-hmm. It's changing our mindset. It's changing our relationship with God and all things like spiritual is being yeah. transformed. Yeah. Um, it's changing how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like that's part of the reason we think everybody has because social media because we're seeing the changes Mm -hmm. but we don't know what the changes are right so we just put it on this one thing like Mm. we have these tendencies now right i didn't have them before as a kid yeah so i i'm not gonna be like oh yeah facts Facts. but like social media is really doing Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff you know i have what you said was really really good i have two things to add to that it's one of them, I feel like what you kind of said that we're in everybody's business now. I feel like sometimes we feel like we have a right to talk about somebody mm-hmm. because we have the right on Instagram with a comment button. You Ooh. can naturally say something about what somebody posts. So in real life, you feel like you have a right to say something about what I'm wearing, about how I look. And it's just mm-hmm. like trolls. We have trolls. We have people who are hyping you up, even probably when you're doing a bad thing. Like we feel like we have the right to comment when naturally, sometimes we actually don't. If you don't know me mm-hmm. and you say something, I feel like what is it? Rebuke without uh, rebuke without relationship is very irrelevant. Yes, you don't know me, but you're coming for me. I'm not gonna receive that very well. Mm-hmm. But if I trust you and I trust your judgment and I know that you care about me and you say something, I'm gonna actually take that and 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 marinate with that mm-hmm. but because of this i feel like I mean, i'm not saying instagram take away the comment section but i feel like the 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 mentality behind that promotes that i can talk about anything i want especially yep. on twitter I mean, that's the For nature real. of twitter and you can often find people who are on twitter when they're very argumentative i'm like i can tell you've been on twitter like you just go looking for fights a twitter spirit 
a, a very Twitter spirit and they got Twitter fingers and they're bold and they might they might even be a little shy in person but on right. Twitter they reposting everybody they talking out of their neck and it's just like their inner keyboard warrior comes out okay <laughs> seriously so that was one thing I wanted to add and then the second thing I wanted to add was about the physical effects of like social mm-hmm. media and I realized and this is just for me speaking of personal experience I always get so many headaches like it's actually very abnormal. <laughs> it's very abnormal how many headaches I get. And it's either it's uh, multiple times a day or it just travels throughout the night into the entire mm-hmm. week. It's from a lack of sleep, but then it's also from staring at my screen. Oh, that now, blue light. That blue light. And so for like almost all of my devices, I have like a blue light, um, was it screen blocker, anti-blue light blocker? Mm-hmm. And then also I have blue light glasses. And I think the thing that sucks is that in college, you're almost, you're on your laptop like, 24 7 and so exactly so i can't even i can't even take a break from that unless i print out everything that i need and things are not as printed as they were everything is digital Mm -hmm. and so i'm here reading textbook for seven hours taking an exam for three hours and it's all on the screen and so we have all of these emf waves which are electromagnetic field waves i want to say field electromagnetic field waves and we're absorbing all of this radiation Mm. and i don't think we actually even understand the damages that wi-fi brings to us the fact that bluetooth like my air my phone is here my airpod is here but it connects there's something in the air that Mm -hmm. it's going to reach my airpod but it's also going to reach my body and so naturally our brains are picking up these signals our bodies are picking Mm -hmm. up these signals and we're deteriorating at like very low rates but we're still deteriorating and i don't think we realize that so I don't know. I always encourage young people to look at their screen time because if your screen time is over, if your screen time is higher than the amount of hours you get for sleep, there is a problem. For real. If you're staring at a screen, at a TV, at a tablet for that long, there's something going on that we need to evaluate. Yeah, and like your it affects everything. Like with the the radiation, like putting your phone in your back pocket or in your pocket in general is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is so dangerous. Like when I was in high school, my chemistry teacher used to tell us, mm. like, do not sleep with your phone near your head. Wow. Like, put it on the other side of the room. You don't need that radiation mm. coming towards you. And at first, like, I didn't really care for her. She was a little something. <laughs> but um, like I started looking into, it and I'm like, it is so mm-hmm. dangerous. Like, it can like high levels of radiation. They use it for cancer treatment, wow. and that wipes everything out of your system. Wow. So, like, if we're constantly surrounded by it. Like, right now, we have so much around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's one of the benefits. But it's also a downside. Yeah. Like, it, it's a double-edged sword no matter how you yeah. look at it. And it's just, like, it's it's crazy because it does affect you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, blue light affects your circadian rhythm, which is, like, your sleep mm-hmm. and, like, heart. Fun- it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. Yeah. And we can't sleep. Wow. And so what do we do? We cannot sleep. Go on TikTok. We pull out our phone, <laughs> we pull out our iPad, we turn on the TV, and then that blue light is actively fighting your body's producing that melatonin. Wow. It's like it's a you want to sleep, but you don't want to sleep. And yeah. so it's like it's a fight. And you can't and then when you cannot sleep, you cannot function. Yeah. Cognitively or physically. Wow. You have trouble communicating. Like wow. you have trouble in every aspect of your life. Because mm-hmm. you can't sleep. But you can't sleep. So you pull out your phone. You're really yes. supposed to get out your bed. Really? Yeah, you're supposed to get out of your bed. If you can't sleep within 20 minutes, you're supposed to get out your bed, walk around, do something non-stimulating, and then get mm. back in your bed and see if that helps. But, but we, we turn to stimulation, which is obviously is going to keep you up. Right. Wow. Coco Melon. Co- 
Coco Melon at 3 a.m. in the morning. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. You putting me on the game, Krista. Seriously. Because I've heard the, um, like, don't let, like, device. I mean, I'm sitting here with my iPad on me. I realized that for me, I don't, I don't like to touch. I used to be on my phone when it was charging. Like, I'd plug it in and still use it. But then... I, I would actually feel the radiation. For me, I can't, like, if I'm having a laptop, I try to put, like, a pillow in between or I try yeah, to put it the on the desk because the heat, start, like, it actually got to a point where it was more than just heat, but it's, like, I'm feeling, like, a radiation in my legs. Mm. And that's when I knew, like, okay, I got to stop doing this because I'm actually feeling some type of movement and I didn't like that. And it would make mm. my, my legs feel weak. And so now I've tried to, like, find different ways to maneuver so that, like, my hand is here and my iPad is here so it's not uh, directly touching my body. But it's it's hard it's it's hard yeah. because it's there the radiation is there we we can't yeah. escape it hey siri siri probably radiated to me too siri like i'll have my phone in my car and like it's connected via bluetooth and i'll be like hey let me i'm not trying to activate it but right, right, like right. hey mm-hmm. and then i'm like Da-da-da-da. i'm like mm-hmm so you were listening to me scary let's not even get to that because i would talk i would talk about how they are always listening always watching my thing is if it has a camera just because you don't pull up the camera app doesn't mean it's not watching you Mm -hmm. because if siri is if if she or he or whatever your siri is is waiting to hear its voice right the microphone's always always listening And so my thing is like you be thinking like you slick, like no. That's why you, you get them advertisements. Exactly. You're like I was talking about Fashion Nova yesterday. Why is it on my screen? Because they know, and the cookies yep. are there, Bruh. And I was even thinking about this yesterday because we have a remote where you can like speak into it. You have to pr- press the button, and then it will mm-hmm. show on the TV. But I was low key like, hmm. Just because I'm not pressing the button doesn't mean you can't hear me. So I'm wondering, are there like more like monitoring devices than we actually think? I feel like every smart device for the most part mm. is my i feel like with the remote like it's different technology like mm. you have to physically engage mm-hmm. but like your phone your ipad your laptop hmm. your camera like my dad worked in tech all my life wow all my life he made us cover up our laptops mm. he, and i used to think he was crazy he was like you don't understand like hackers the government like and it's it sounds very conspiracy mm-hmm. theory but like when you talk to people legit. who are in it yeah they tell you like yeah there's a dude uh, in russia right now taking like uh i forgot what it's called like he's there for like a safe haven type of thing mm-hmm. because he exposed he used to work for the government but he mm-hmm. exposed that they're always watching you wow and they want him now wow i'm like it's not a lie like it's if, not if i'm over here minding my business and like my friends came over yesterday they brought their baby i talk about baby stuff today i see an ad about a crib wow because we were talking to the baby and we kept saying baby 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 mm-hmm. like you're always listening they're always listening you're always listening so I'm like i feel like you can't escape it but sometimes i'll be on oh, i know you listen so let me just go agent. ahead let me go ahead and preach to you <laughs> jesus is lord no right. facts 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 no that stuff I, it's conspiracy to those who feel like it's unnecessary but it's very real it's very very real so i don't doubt that they're always listening always watching it's it's embedded at it's this very point creepy very, are we in an episode of black mirror right now like right but i'm telling you bro black mirror is creepy i used to, i used to like watch the episodes and i'm like this is this is low-key reality but we just don't know that side of things like in 2020 I used to be I used to love the show Black Lightning 
in 2020 mm. like in the lockdown i watched the not the last season i think like season three mm-hmm. girl okay so you know like production it takes a while to film mm-hmm. it takes anywhere from a few months to a few years to film mm. why or film produce edit all that stuff right why are we in the middle of lockdown mm. on the tv show like on black lightning there was a plague going around wow they were in the quarantine. They were isolated. They were Jeez. trying to come up with a vaccine for it. I'm like, Jesus. Mm-mm. That's a little too real. This, the Simpson writers, they did this. They, come they on. Did this. It's a little creepy. It's a, it is very creepy. And so, like, it even reminds me, you know that one Simpson episode where they were just like, what is going on? This person disappeared. He was like, it's the oh. rapture. If you're not, uh, if you don't take Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're passively following the devil and he's going to go. And I'm like, y'all are saying it like, like this is but what it is because of who it's coming from and they always joke and it's a comedy show Bruh. people don't take it seriously but i'm like yo like i guess like, from my christian mind i was like yeah like y'all are putting it out there and so it even reminds me of uh what is it second timothy chapter three i won't read all of it but like this to me pretty much describes our in, in our generation mm-hmm. it says um there will be terrible times in the last days people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanderous without self-control brutal not lovers of good conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god and having a form of godliness but denying its power and i mean it says more i even just kind of cut some down but it's like i'm like yeah like for me this is normal because this is every day and the bible mentions it and so it's just like if someone wrote this over two thousand years ago and said that this is going to be people and we're like this is everyday life like we don't want to believe it because of how old it is the bible is completely valid in its revelation and its prophecy and i think people need to understand that god is not something to play with especially eternity like we're not living forever even right now in these days we're living shorter and shorter shorter lives we just don't even know the impact of technology because we're at the we're at the uh, the beginning of it Mm -hmm. but you never really know something until like years down the line until studies are shown so we don't even know what technology is doing now but lifespans are decreasing Mm -hmm. and so people need to take god more seriously now than ever because i don't know I'm, hmm, it's a very bold statement to say but i believe there's an antichrist agenda behind technology and everything oh, that we do yeah. so i feel like anything major and if like it's trend, like k-pop started trending for no reason on social media and like people are obsessed you don't know what they're saying i don't speak korean i don't and it's not like no like i'm not disrespecting them but i genuinely i don't mm-hmm. know what you're saying right i don't know what you're speaking over me mm-hmm. so like i tend to stay away from things mm. where i cannot directly see a translation because mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know what you're saying and then like going back to like the just the scripture and how like social media just kind of tie it up and everything because i know we're probably over time <laughs> yeah good you know, but that um, longest episode like yesterday um a family friend came over and we were like joking around and everything and one thing i was like i was joking like exercise self-control she said she was going to leave about 15 times and you know church people and black church people okay. be like all right i'm gonna go three minutes later they still talking 45 minutes time just goes by mm-hmm. and they're still there so it's like self-control like you said you're gonna go go mm-hmm. and um she was like well self-control is not who i am i said what's the fruit of the spirit and Mm -hmm. she was like well that's not who i am Mm. and i was just like wow 
that is crazy mm-hmm. and like i see so many people saying that they can't be patient because of social media well, mm-hmm. my brain has been conditioned wow. for this or i can't be patient because i want it now mm-hmm. i can't be kind because they make me unkind and mm-hmm. i can't do this i'm like but god didn't say have the fruit of the spirit if you don't have social media right he didn't say love your neighbor if they don't try you yeah he didn't say anything like he was like i said what i said and i meant it and then we see like all these principles fall away and like even we live in a culture where like everybody wants to be objectively mm-hmm. correct mm. they are like they're actively trying to change morals right right they're right, right. actively trying mm-hmm. to change morals and i'm like you don't want to do it you don't want the smoke that comes with that yeah because every pretty much every moral that we have comes from scripture yeah murder is a crime because god said do not kill right i don't know nobody else that said it before him right like this text that y'all want to hate on right because it's so old and it was written by man but so is your newspaper so is the horoscope so is your textbook Mm -hmm. every article you read was written by a person right the comments you read written by people but you don't discredit them right and so like it's just it's so crazy to me that we like we live in a world where everything is influential and i feel like that's how god made it to be Mm -hmm. but like we're perverting it yeah we're perverting it yeah like so i can't have self-control because social media Mm. Mm, that's not what god says Mm. and we hold everything to what society says so like if it's popular that's our standard yeah not god's word anymore god didn't say it was popular to be drinking and smoking and doing this and doing that and changing your physical body yeah because you feel a certain way wow. he didn't say that that was okay mm-hmm. and then we're seeing the consequences that come with that come on but we don't want to talk about the consequences come on. because we don't want anybody to think that we were wrong right we don't want anybody to think that that's not who we are anymore mm-hmm. like we're so afraid of what other people are going to say that we lost the consideration like what does god say i'm more scared of him than i'm scared of anybody else okay i have to answer to him i don't you're not going to meet me in eternity i don't have to stand before you and answer for my life and like when you say it to people who are like grew up in a church or in a community that was hyper religious and Mm -hmm. had no relationship it sounds very scary and very intimidating and very manipulative but it's a fact Mm -hmm. like you have to go to the doctor yeah you have to like if you want to be an astronaut you have to go to school yeah there's no getting around it like there are certain things you just cannot escape no matter how hard you try i'm not trying to answer to social social media is not my god come on they may influence a lot of things that I do, but I have to counteract that. Mm-hmm. I have to say, okay, I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going to set boundaries for myself. Mm. Nobody wants to do that anymore. Nobody. As for me and mine, my children shall be raised. Old we school. shall serve okay. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Girl, this was a good conversation. That like this is my longest. I was like, dang, we should even do like a part two because it this, this is this is really good. Yeah. I thank you for all your insight, all the research that you put in. Like when I tell you, like she's a psych student, her notes are an APA. They're an yes. APA. Okay, mine yeah. are just bullet points. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. So I'm I'm really blessed to have you. Thank you so much for being on thank this you podcast, for me. girl. We're gonna have a part two. Yes, we have to. Definitely. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you were enlightened, elevated, educated, and that you have questions. And if you do have questions, that is okay. It's good to have conversation. And so pretty much we're done. This is Sab and Krista. We're out. Peace. Thank you.